0: Thanks for joining us today. I hope you're encouraged. Welcome to Bridge. If you're, if you're new or maybe you haven't back in a while, you joined us on our church picnic Sunday. I think actually we were talking about this this week in the history of the church. This may be the first time we've ever had to go indoors for a picnic. And, and one time there was actually like the remnants we said of like a hurricane or something, right? That we were at the park and it showed up afterwards and it just rained so hard after the service and people just stayed and walked around in the rain. It was so much fun. So if it rains today and we stick around afterwards, go for a walk outside the building. Just if you fall, like, make sure you sign a waiver on the way out. Just make sure we don't have any problems because we love you, but we do not want to hear from your attorney. Um, but it's really good to have you this morning. Are you, are you blessed this morning, church? Are you encouraged to be here, I hope? Yeah, I hope so. Thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, yeah, we have our church picnic today. It's a family service, a family-friendly service. What's up, dude? Uh, family service, service. If you notice that we have littles that are running around here, little kids doing their thing, and, you know, we, we, love, we love our kids. We love our kids. You know, I heard years ago people have said, you know, children should be seen and not heard. Well, let me tell you something. If you have a kid, that's not even possible. Because at some point in your life, kids are going to be heard before they're seen. Can I get an amen for that? right? And maybe you were one of those kids when you were little, you know, the kid that just kind of sits there in the seat the whole time and they're just waiting. So I'm excited to have you all with us today. So we're going we're gonna to spend a little bit of time recapping. I'm going to spend a short period of time sharing something with you this morning. It's not going to be long. We're going to wrap up in a celebration worship service, and then we're going to tear this place down. And this room is going to be broken down for games, and we have a whole bunch of food and stuff being grilled in the back. And we hope if you plan to join us, we want you to stay. But if you didn't plan to join us, there's enough. I promise you there's enough. We serve the God that multiplied fish and loaves. And I can tell you he can do the same with hot dogs, burgers, and sides. Okay? So I'm just encouraged that you're here this morning. Um, If you have been with us the last couple of weeks, um, we were doing a mini-series called Firm Foundation. Some of you might have remembered Firm Foundation. Um, And it's based off of, series is called Firm Foundation. It's based off of Matthew chapter 7. And we sang the song this morning. And I want to read that scripture with you. But I would like you to read it with me. Okay, so we have the slides for you. You can put it up, and we're going to read Matthew chapter 7, and we're going to read verses 24 and 25, and I'll explain again why it's firm Foundations. Jesus said this. Let's read it together. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet, it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Stop there just for a second. Let's just make sure we understand what's happening. Jesus says, those that hear his words and do what? Put them into practice, right? That doesn't, what does that mean? It means you hear it and you do what? Live it. You do it. I love that. Live it. Do it is one thing. Live it. You can do something, but it doesn't mean it's part of your life, right? You hear him and you live it. It's like a wise man who built his house, What? On the rock, right? The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against the house. See what I'm doing? Ring a bell? Yet it did not fall. Remember that part? Yet it did not fall, right? Because it had its foundation on what? The rock. Let's look at verse 25. But everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. How many of our kids can make a sound of a crash by going like this? Slap, slap your legs, your hands to your legs or, or your hands together. Ready? Here, one, I'll go count to three. One, two, three, and you can put your hands to your legs or your hands together. Ready? One, two, three. Bam! That was pretty good. Who thinks we can do it better than that? Can we make it louder? One, two, three. Bam! Wow. They're pretty good, huh? So when I say the word crash, I want you guys to do that together, okay? So it'll be like, and it fell with a great crash. Right, okay, so here we go. Verse 27 The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Yeah, give yourself applause. That's good. You may have heard me say two weeks ago that in this world, there's something that we all have in common. Well, there's many things, but this thing specifically, we either choose to build our lives one of two ways. We built it on a way, on a life that lasts forever, that succeeds and grows and, and builds on something that lasts forever, or we build our lives on something that will wither, fade, and, des- and be destroyed. Everyone chooses in our lives to do one or the other. There is no middle road. There's not one foot in one road and one foot in the other. That's just the way it goes. Everybody does that, and you choose one versus the other. We looked at two different passages. The first week, we talked about um, the passage that spoke to ownership. We spoke to ownership, remember, about the slaves and the masters, and we said that there were people in this world, Jesus said, that you can be those that build your treasures on in what? An earth? Or your treasure's in what? Heaven. There's two different ways you can build your life, and you can focus on things that are built in this world, or you can things on the other. And that speaks to where your treasure is, so your heart is. And that has a lot to do with who owns you, your master versus your slave. That's one thing. Then last week, we didn't talk about that. We talked about identity, that he said, remember, we were salt and light of the earth. And the salt influences, protects, That our identity is such that when he births something in us as kingdom people, as followers of Jesus, we become influencers. The Christians, followers of Jesus Christ, are supposed to make an impact in the world that we live. There is no space for a Christian who is a follower of Christ who does not positively influence the world. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people in this world, their experience with Christ through Christians in some ways is not very positive. Sometimes people get a little overly salty, if you will, and instead of making things taste better, they dump everything they have on people, including all the stuff they shouldn't, and people walk away from that and go, I don't want anything to do with that Jesus, and can I remind you during that time, if that's maybe something that's happened to you, that's really not Jesus, that's just an imperfect person trying to figure out their way in their life and their faith. So we talked about those two things. This morning, we're going to talk about a third. It's kind of a bookend of the first week. And instead of me teaching the scripture and actually talking about the scripture um, by walking through the verses, we're going to do it a little differently. So I have a little video. How many of you like cartoons? Adults, you can raise your hand. I know you do. I love cartoons. I still love cartoons. I don't watch them all the time, but I still love them. We're going to take a few minutes, watch this video about what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, beginning in verse 25, and it's the concept of worrying. So let's watch this video for the next couple of minutes.
1: This is Jesus, Hey-o. who is the Son of God and the Savior of the world. Jesus did many amazing things. He taught everyone about God's love, healed people from their sickness, and even calmed storms. Shush, shush. One day, Jesus was speaking to thousands of people. Jesus! When someone asked him about money, he told them a story and tried to explain to the people that our treasure is not on earth, but in heaven. Then he turned to one of his disciples and said, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear, for life is more than food, and your body more than clothing. I uh, guess... Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns because God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to God than any birds. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Do you think that by worrying about anything, you can add a single moment to your life? And if worry can't do a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things?
0: That's a good point.
1: Look at all the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon the great king of Israel in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and thrown away tomorrow, He will certainly care for you. And don't worry about what to eat or what to drink. Uh, okay. Many people worry about these things, but God already knows what you need. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. So don't be afraid, for it makes God happy to take care of you and give you his kingdom. So share what you have with others and give to those who need. Then you'll be storing up treasure in heaven. And when your treasure is in heaven, it's going to be safe. No thief can steal it. Eh, And no bug can destroy it. Eh, Whatever. Wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be also.
0: (laughs) I did turn myself off? Okay, good. Okay, sorry about that. Um, This is a bookend from two weeks ago. Because we talked about storing up treasures on Earth versus heaven, but today we're talking about the tail end of that story, which is not worrying. In Matthew chapter six, Jesus actually tells the story, and he follows up after what we heard from earlier. He tells the story and says, "As a result of not storing up treasures in heaven, I mean on earth versus heaven, don't worry about the practical things that you struggle with in this world." Now I would be really clear in that. He talked about what you will eat and what you will eat." where and he was talking to a very poor group of people okay this is not a passage that says don't worry about everything that you need and you want because as long as you trust me i'll give you everything that you want that's not what he's talking about he's talking about the simple things of life and he's equating them with the value that you and i have and he's saying if you think god if you think god will clothe the lilies of the field better than he clothes you Your priorities are backwards. If you think God will feed the birds... How many kids here have ever watched a bird eat a worm? You ever see a bird eat a worm? Yeah? It's kind of cool, isn't it? Not for the worm, but for the bird. It's actually really cool. And you know what's really cool about that? The last that I checked, there are no supermarkets for birds. Do you guys ever see a grocery store for birds? You ever see one? Someone nodded their head. I don't know what that's about. But you ever see... A grocery store, like when birds get up in the morning, do they go to the Wawa and just like buy their food? How many kids think they buy their food at Wawa? Okay. Is that Regan? All right. All right. We'll pray for you. Um, Well, here's the truth though. If you buy your food at Wawa and you're messy on the way out, they might get their food at Wawa, right? As it hits the ground. But what the whole point Jesus was trying to say there is don't mess up your priorities. If you want to understand what it means to live a life where you don't have to worry about the things he knows you need, there's a solution to that. And the solution is in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And it simply says this. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. I'm going to say that again. But seek first his kingdom. Everyone say his kingdom. And and then say, and his his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. All these things, remember, is what? Food, clothing. And again, he's not specifically saying how much you get, how little, whether you get soft serve ice cream or no ice cream. He's not saying you get to wear clothes from, you know, one store versus another. He's talking to these people and he's saying, live a life. That doesn't stay focused on worrying about all the things that need to happen in your life. Because if that's your number one priority, you'll never be able to see the life that God wants to build in you. You have to start in the right place. What's an example of something that you guys think you might worry about? Anything. Give me an example of something you could worry about. Do you have an example? What? Eating. Okay. What else? Money. You can worry about money. What else? Bills. Bills. What else? You worry about your house? You worry about a million dollars? Man, can I worry with you? What else? Did someone say health? Good answer. That's Danny, isn't it? Did you say health, Danny? Okay, cool. What else? Siblings. Siblings. You worry about your siblings because your heart's so big, right, Autumn? Is that why? Oh, no. No, that's not why. Okay. (laughs) But we'll talk later. Okay. There's a lot of things we could worry about, isn't there? And what Jesus is telling us very clearly is just that. He's saying, seek first the kingdom of God. Remember, whose kingdom? His kingdom. And his what? Righteousness. Which that means is keep your eyes focused on God's world. God's priority living for God making him the foundation because when he's the number one thing in our lives He gives us it gives us something for him to build on and if we miss that Priority and we do it backwards. There's no way for us to see God work in our lives the way he wants to So I have a really quick example that I want to show you guys, but I need help from someone who likes legos do we know anybody here that... Whoa, we got two hands that came up. we got two guys that like Legos over here. Okay, so we're going to let one of you guys pick, okay? So I'm going to think of a number because I'm not going to have... I can't have you both come this, this morning. I'm going to pick... Oh, man, I'm sorry. We're going to pick a number from 1 to 100, okay? And I'm going to pick a number in my head right now, and each one of you are going to tell me what number it is, and the closest number gets to help. So I have a number in my head. Lane, what's your number? And what's your number? 47. 47. My number is 17, so you get to come up. Oh. So, sorry, buddy. Lane, I'll get you later, okay? Come on up. What's your name? Chris. Chris, everyone give Chris a round of applause. Chris, do you like Legos? You do? What kind of Legos do you like? Um, the Brickheads. The Brickheads. I don't know what that means, but that's cool. <laughs> do you like cars? Do you like any Lego cars? Do you have any Lego cars by any chance? No? No? Okay, well, today's your lucky day. Because we have a Lego car. Can you see that? This is a Lego car. Aren't you all excited? It's a Koenigsegg. You can't spell it, but that's called a Koenigsegg. It's a car, okay? So, Chris, I want you to come over here. I don't know if this table goes any lower. It does. It does go lower. Hang on for a second. Here's what we're going to do. Okay, here we go. Chris, come on back here so everyone can see you, okay? I need your help with this, okay? Now, when you get Legos, let's say that this was a Lego that you bought. Would it look like this when you had it in the box? Do you think it looks like that right in the box right away? No, it doesn't. What does it look like? A bunch of Lego pieces. A bunch of Lego pieces. It sure does look like a bunch of Lego pieces, right? And they're all over the place. So here's what I need you to do right now, okay? And I'm gonna time you. I want you to build this right now, okay? On your mark, get set, go. Can you do it? Do you think you're going to be able to do it the way it is right now? Why not? Because there's no manual. Whoa, there's no manual. He knows the rules, doesn't he? (laughs) He also found the manual. He found the manual. Right. For the record... There are men and males in this world that read directions, okay? We're good, right? Now, Chris, if I gave you this manual and we opened up this manual and you started reading it, do you think you could build this Lego? You do. I think you could too, right? Here's what's really cool about this Lego, okay? The very first step, okay? They're numbered, right? It says number one, right? There's this weird-looking piece on it, right? You see that? It's this weird-looking piece. It's this giant piece right on the front, okay? So I don't want you to open up the bag, but I want you to know this. This is the piece that I'm talking about. It's right here, okay? See this? This kind of looks like that piece, right? Let me ask you this question. Can you build this car if you don't have this piece? No. Why not? Because it's assembled by pieces, and if there's not one piece... It could ruin the entire building. If you're missing one piece, it could ruin the entire thing. And which piece is this? Which number piece is this? One. Number one. You could have all of the other pieces, and how many pieces are in this box? 280 pieces. And if you have all but this number one piece, can you build the car? No. Nope. You need the number one piece. This is just like what Jesus is saying about our lives. If we want to walk in a way that we don't live in worry and we don't live in anxiety and we don't put things out of order, we need to first seek God because he's the one that starts with the foundation and he shows us a way to build a car. Now, you're really, really gifted. So I'm going to give you this here just for a moment and I want you to start looking at it and studying it, okay? Because I believe that if you look at it for just a few moments, you're going to be able to build this car in no time flat. So keep looking. Keep looking. Everybody, do a drum roll so we can see how he's doing. This is good. Good, 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 good. And ta da! Look at that. He just built the car. Built the entire car all by himself. How did you do that so fast? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> he did do it. Yeah, you saw it. Okay, that's good. Chris, I want you to thank you all of the help that you've given us and I want you as a thank you to take this car and take this little guy he's the coolest part of this by the way this little dude and I want you to take this back to your seat with the book make sure you put the manual in there actually that's for a different car put that in here and you can take them home you can take it apart and you can rebuild it okay there you go There's more to the story here and I just want to mention one thing real briefly and then we're going to bring the worship team back up here and we're going to put things together and get ready to have our picnic. When we do things in the right order, when we start with the right thing and we give God space to build things in the right order and we use the instructions that he's given us, it is a formula to not walk in anxiety and fear and worry. It doesn't mean those things don't try to get in under our skin, you know what I'm talking about? But the foundation is always there. And here's what's really cool about this. If you know anything about Legos, when you do that, okay, when you do that, everything gets built the way it's supposed to be built. But if you know anything about Legos, when you buy a Lego, they always give you extra parts. You notice that? I don't know how this works, but there's extra parts. You know how I looked at this when I built that Lego? These are like the things that God never intended for us to deal with. But if we don't build things the right way, if we don't do it in the right order, how can we ever figure out which parts aren't supposed to be in the build? When we do it the right way, we see what's left over. And what God said, because you do it the right way, and you trust me in the process, you're going to see that some of the stuff that you're trying to wrestle with, you were never intended to deal with in the first place. So seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Does that make sense this morning? I hope. Okay, cool. We're going to ask our worship team to come up. Okay? And I'm going to see how many people. Come on up, you guys. We're going to say that verse one more time. And I want to see how many people, especially our kids, can say that with us again. Okay? So, does anyone remember where it's found? Matthew chapter what? 6. Matthew chapter 6. Verse what? 33. Hey, Gab. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. And we're going to say that again. Let's get that up there. Seek first, say it together, his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Matthew 6, Guys, this just doesn't apply to kids. It applies to adults as well. When the foundation that we build our life on is Jesus Christ, And we seek to know him and to honor him and make him the number one priority in our lives. He becomes the foundation of what we build on. Not only does he give us a beautiful thing to build that looks the way it's intended to build. But again, the things that are left behind that were never intended to be part of it, we can clearly see and we can let them go where they belong. And that's in the garbage. Make sense? So we're going to celebrate God's goodness before we wrap everything up today. I hope you feel like you had some time to rest in your seat this morning because now we're going to stand up again and we're going to praise the Lord one more time with our worship song. And I'm going to ask if you would do that and you would join us. And we're going to share some time this afternoon together at our church picnic.